0: It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge and insight of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.city. And now here's your host, Pam Curry.
1: Hello, this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio, a platform for bringing together franchise professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and consumer. And um, I also want to just give a shout out to our sponsor, Franchise City, www.franchise.com dot city. We appreciate your sponsorship and definitely a better way to buy a franchise. With that being said, let's go ahead. We're going to have another great episode of Franchise Business Radio uh, because of the guests, not only that we have in the studio, but a calling guest that we have as well. Uh, So I'd like for everyone to be able to go ahead and just welcome say hello to our listeners. Charles, welcome back to the studio. Thank you for having me. That's Charles Gross with CG3 Fundraising. Good to have him back in the studio. It's not the first. We're going to find out what has changed between the first time in was studio and the progress that has happened with CG Fundraising to date. Uh, Bhavan, also welcome to Franchise Business Radio Show. Thank you, Pam,
2: for having me here.
1: Excited to have you in the show. And uh, Bobbin is with Rush Balls. He's a local franchisee here in Atlanta. And we're going to learn a little bit more about Rush Bowls and uh, the tasty... Rush Bowls that they offer. Uh, As a calling guest, we have Margo. Margo, welcome.
3: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: Very excited to have you. Margo is the Director of Brand and Digital Marketing for Rush Bowls. Uh, Margo, I'd like to just kind of go ahead and kick it off with you, uh, just from an interview standpoint, give our listeners a little bit of a backdrop. Uh, You actually have been with Rush Bowls since just April of 2019. uh, and current. Excellent and currently you're the director of brand and digital marketing um, you actually are is that denoing north america is
3: yeah Danone, North America, yes.
1: And there you worked on marketing for Silk Milk, Horizon Organic. Uh, obviously, you have a very detailed understanding of marketing and the health food industry, which is uh, very important for Rush Bowls. And really have an understanding of the importance of reaching consumers with effective marketing campaigns. And uh, right now, your focus with Rush Bowls is what?
3: Well, right now we're tapping into a lot of consumer insights and we're growing our brand very, very rapidly. Um, so we are trying to understand more about who our consumer is and how we can evolve our product um, to fit into this space a little bit better.
1: And just uh, for our listeners, you know, we're, we're saying Rush Bowl, like everybody knows who you are and what you do. Uh, what What is a Rush Bowl? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a great question. Um, A rush bowl is a complete meal replacement. So the base of our bowls are blended fruit and vegetables, um, and they pack up to 40 grams of protein and five servings of fruit and vegetables, and we top it with organic granola and honey.
1: Ooh, well, I personally uh, have had it, and so I know it is very, very good. Uh, But talk to us a little bit about it. Obviously, the product – you is a very healthy, conscious product. Um, could you talk to us a little bit about that?
3: Absolutely, yes. So um, the product was developed by our founder, um, Andrew Podoliv back in 2004, and he wanted to make healthy meal al- alternatives for college students. Um, we actually started close to a campus um, in Colorado here Um and he wanted to blend the best uh, ingredients together to give a healthy meal replacement for college students. So we have over 40 menu items, and um, it's a variety of different fruits and vegetables. We have some of our bowls um, with with different exotic fruits like papaya, um, we even put avocado, kale, and spinach. Um, you never guess that so many healthy ingredients are packed into a bowl because they all taste so delicious.
1: And you were founded uh, in Boulder, Colorado.
3: That's correct.
1: And, and uh, talk to—I mean, when was the original founding, and when did you start franchising? Those are two different dates.
3: Yes, definitely. So we started in 2004 up on the hill in Boulder um, by Andrew Podolos, and he is was the global head of derivative trading in New York City. Um, he moved out to Colorado with his family in 2004 and um, really worked his first store from 2004 to 2016. Um, we started our first corporate store and franchising in 2016, mm. and now we are in um, 13 states with 23 stores open and 12 stores in development.
1: Congratulations. That's tremendous growth in a short window of time. It really is. Thank you. Uh, what do you, I mean, tell us a little bit about some industry trends. What, what do you think you would attribute some of this growth to?
3: Um, I really think that Andrew was before his time when he created this product. Um, we know that our consumers are typically millennials and they lean into trends like uh, dairy-free, free, gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, plant-based. Um, and we are currently doing a lot of consumer research and everything that we are hearing from people who are both in our stores and um, A part of this health food industry are saying that they want more products with satiating fats like nuts and seeds and um, peanut butter. And they also want to see more bowls packed with greens like kale and spinach. Um, So that's, that's where our innovation is taking place right now.
1: That's excellent. Well, and, and I'm, I know that obviously you started in Boulder, Colorado, but now you, you're you spanning the U.S. now across 13 states. I'm happy to hear that you also have a presence here in Atlanta, uh, and we do have your local franchisee, Bobbin, in the studio. Welcome again, Bobbin. Thank you, Pam. Uh Bobbin actually was just sharing with me right before the show started that his background is actually mechanical engineering. Uh, he has a master and Ph.D. from Auburn University, uh, and at one point actually started his own firm uh, in Birmingham uh, with bearings, right? Mechanical engineering bearings, that makes sense. However, he and his wife had a vision of, of having their own healthy food concept. And uh, you moved here to Atlanta, was it three years ago, Bobby? Three years ago, yes. Ma'am. Three years ago. And obviously you've kicked off your vision of having a healthy food concept, which uh, you were sharing sharing with me part of the reason why you picked Rush Bowls was love for the product
2: yes absolutely i think uh, rush Bowl has the best product um, and as you have tasted it um, we pack the best all natural ingredients no added anything it's all natural um, and we blend it into a thick fluffy mixture and uh, like Margot said top it off with the granola and drizzle of honey it tastes absolutely fantastic
1: i will validate that yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, what, that's a big leap. I mean, for those that have been in, I guess, what I would consider traditional corporate America, and you obviously had an entrepreneurial spirit on some level, right. uh, kind of just talk us through that process. You know, you decided on a franchise. Uh, how did you even uncover Rush Bowls and find out about them? What was the process of moving from traditional to a franchise ownership?
2: So uh, like I said, me and my wife were looking into uh, better heil- uh, healthy eating options and to get into something like this. We were uh, exploring other uh, brands as well as other um, uh, different kind of food items. Sure. But right when we were looking, I stumbled upon Rush Bowls and uh, r- right off the bat, the product seemed uh, really interesting and one of a kind. Mm-hmm. So that's when we started exploring more and uh, to my luck, uh, the first franchise store opened in Nashville just a week before we were discussing this.
1: Ah, so okay. we're
2: like, hey, why not? Let's go drive to Nashville and check the product out. Mm-hmm. And we went there, we had it, and that was it. <laughs> it was we done. We wanted to do it. <laughs> That's
1: yep. the, that makes sense. And uh, your location, you have one location right now here in Atlanta.
2: Yes, one location in Sandy Springs.
1: Right there on what is the address? Just
2: Uh, it's right at the intersection of uh, Hammond and Peachtree Dunwoody. Mm -hmm. The address is 1110 Hammond Drive, Suite 25 in sunny springs
1: and how long have you been open now
2: uh, we have been open since uh, six months now
1: six months congratulations uh so, so still still emerging yes. and uh your vision are you going to stay with one location are you thinking about multiple multiple units
2: yes so we'll definitely be uh, going into multiple locations uh we're just uh, getting hang of this one uh since it's a new venture for both of us so we're trying to make sure everything is all smooth running fine and then as soon as that we reach there, we'll jump on to another one.
1: Excellent. And, and Marco, I mean, tell us, what, what's next? What is going on with Rush Bowls? You're experiencing a tremendous amount of growth. We've got presence now not only in the West Coast but the East Coast. What's next?
3: Um, you know, we are just so excited to keep expanding our Rush Bowls family, and we want to just know more about um, the consumer in this space and just keep innovating new products Um that people are excited about and really bring health food forward to people who might not necessarily know that you can eat healthy and it can taste great. Um, so we just want to be a leader in this space.
1: And um, I think you're kind of eat healthy. Sometimes someone might think of, oh, is this another you know, smoothie concept? Um, I don't know who wants to take this question. How is Rush Bowls different
3: Well, Rush Bowls is really different because um, like Boffin mentioned earlier, we don't add any sugar Mm. to um, the base of our blended fruit and vegetable um, bowls. And it truly is a meal replacement. So when somebody is out looking for um, a meal, they can pop into Rush Bowls anywhere from the morning, um, really into the evening, and find a meal alternative. Um, We really want to educate um, our consumers that we are not a snack or a treat. Um, and And that's just because we pack so many healthy ingredients into what we create.
1: That makes sense. Uh, I'm seeing Bob and he's nodding his head. We're on the radio. Yes, (laughs) it's
2: absolutely true.
1: That's good to know. And uh, I I guess I'm just kind of curious on a franchisee level, um, anyone that is considering franchise ownership, what kind of advice might you give to them as a new franchisee?
2: Uh, I would say it is absolutely fun uh, getting into uh, this kind of uh, franchisee and uh, providing healthy option to customers out there um i think they should go for it uh there's a lot good in store for them
1: yes yeah and and you know what and i think you're kind of hitting on something that's you know intrigued me is, is is it aligns with uh, i always say there's tangibles and intangibles in the franchise world right you can find everything you could have a hamburger shop right or you could right. have a healthy alternative option uh, but it aligns with you um yes
2: absolutely um, I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, food is, is what makes you. You become what you eat. Mm. So eating healthy is definitely important. I mean, I can't stress enough on how important it is. Since we opened, that has been my lunch every single day. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, and like Margot said, our product and our ingredients are so fresh, natural, that you can't go wrong
1: and if you um, if someone let's we've got to get them introduced to rush bowls right Absolutely. uh because and uh, any any specials or promotions that you have as a uh, as a new location
2: sure um if uh listeners are listening to this uh, station right now i would offer 10% off to whoever comes to the store mentions uh the franchise channel, business franchise.
1: radio all right yeah. All right. I like that. So let me just get this straight. If anyone comes to Rush Bowls uh, before end of year. Yes, absolutely. Offers Franchise Business Radio. Uh, then they will automatically receive a 10% discount. I have no doubt that they will continue to come back. And just to, just to make sure everybody knows where you're located, you are the Rush Bowls Sandy Springs on Hammond Drive. Hammond Drive, yes. Uh, if anyone knows where uh, Publix is, it's right. just, across, yes, just across, the across the street from there. From <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much. I'm going to take you up on that offer. Thank you, Pam. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Marco, I know if we lost you, are you still with us?
3: I'm still with you. <laughs>
1: uh, Justin, wrapping up, anything anything else you would like to share with our listeners?
3: No, thank you so much for having us on. We're really excited to expand. And if you haven't come in to try a rush bowl, I would highly recommend it. My favorite is the peanut butter and jelly bowl. You can't go wrong with that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: and Bob, anything else you would like to add?
2: So we're going to be launching three new products absolutely soon. Uh, they're going to be new hot bowls. So people would have something to look forward to in colder months as well. So we are really excited to have those uh, products. And plus, we are featuring our pumpkin spice bowl, uh, which we just launched as a limited-time offer throughout the fall season.
1: Yeah, pumpkin, banana, graham crackers, cinnamon, nutmeg. Oh, my gosh. Topped with the organic granola and honey. Uh, okay. I <laughs> guess fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hungry right now. <laughs> um, and Margo, you can't see this, but we're actually we we have visuals here in the studio, so we're we're drooling in the studio right now. We're very good. hungry. <laughs> and, that was our goal. Uh, I do want to. I do want to just share one other thing with our listeners. You know, I, as a franchise consultant, um, you know, I do sometimes look at. I look at a business on different levels. And as I mentioned earlier, they're the tangibles and intangibles. And I think one of the reasons why you are growing so rapidly is, is not only because of your product, but also your business model itself. You're obviously in a surging industry, um, strong economics, uh, but food-related concepts typically can be very complex and comparatively so, I would put Rush bowls in more of a simple operation um, for a food concept.
2: Yes, it, it is. Uh, it's not uh, as elaborate or as uh, operationally challenging to open the Rush bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's simple. It's uh, limited ingredients. But yet, when we blend them and when we uh, create the bowl, it tastes absolutely best. So, operationally, it's definitely simple.
1: Excellent. And uh, the footprint itself, I would say another attractive quality is is you're not getting into a large real estate footprint, which is keeping your overhead down.
2: Yes. So, typically, uh, our average stores are about uh, 1,000 square feet, and uh, you can... You, and, and, and the feel and the look of our stores is totally different. It's not uh, any other food franchise. You need to come in and see.
1: Come in and it's experience, an experience yes. Yeah, come in and experience it and get your 10% discount by, by um, just saying you listen to the Franchise Business Radio show. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you, Bob and Margot. Very much appreciated. Wonderful having you on the show. And. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and introduce our next guest, who we have in the studio. And this is uh, not your first time in the studio, Charles. Welcome back. Well, thank you for having me back. (laughs) We have Charles Gross with CG3 Fundraising. And I just want to give our listeners a reminder of your background. His background is in... uh, uh, econometrics
4: Econometrics
1: That is so hard to say All right In corporate law uh, You actually served For over 25 years As the general counsel And head of various Business executive roles For companies like Racetrack Barco WAI Global Currently, you live in Atlanta um, yeah, with your wife, Sarah, and two daughters. And I know you've got a lot of hobbies, such as golf, traveling, competitive swimming. But what we're really here to talk about is CG3 fundraising. Um, I know that that was one of your goals, right? You wanted to create a lean and efficient company that offered a unique product for, for the fundraising market, uh, which you've achieved. Well, yeah. If
4: I retired six years ago. And after a couple years, decided I wanted to start my own company and started this little battery company that sold Internet and uh, retail batteries. Um, just your household batteries, double A's, triple A's. And then we sort of stumbled ourselves into the fundraising world. Uh, we, we developed this assortment pack of batteries that, uh, we could brand for fundraisers and ran our first fundraiser with the, uh, high school band, uh, that my daughters went to, <laughs> um, the, just so happened that the, that the, um, um Band Booster president was also uh, my wife's tennis partner, so we showed her a prototype of our, our one of our first uh, um, uh, assortment packs, and and she came up with the idea of can we run a fundraiser with this because they were really looking for products that were different and a different way to do the fundraising. Um, and then when we were when I was last on the show, uh, we were just a battery fundraising company. And, and we have really evolved since then over the last two years to to – we've brought in other product lines. Um, we still keep our batteries, and, and our batteries are still very important. And all of our product lines are related around um, sort of the same look, feel as our batteries are. Uh, we have power banks, uh, wireless earbuds, um uh, uh, Bluetooth speakers, uh, um, and, and we will keep our, we're keeping our, our product lines relatively. We're not going to be a catalog company, right. but we are, are keeping them relatively lean in that regard, but they all have to be something that people want, something that people need. And, uh, um, they have to be at the absolute highest quality at the best price. So what we've really done is we've, we've evolved past the battery fundraising piece into this regular fundraising company and then starting uh, um, well actually two years ago we started franchising and that was a, a decision we made to build out our national presence and it's gone very very well
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, you've already hit on some big changes from when you were in the studio two years ago. I mean, we started off uh, with a product line uh, that focused on alkaline batteries, Mm -hmm. uh, the ability to have the assortment pack that was customized, branded to the organization. True. Uh, And now we've expanded into... uh, phone chargers, earbuds,
4: <laughs> flashlights.
1: Flashlights. really really giving uh, obviously the the consumer more to choose from. Um, and and even more importantly, giving the organization additional revenue streams for fundraising purposes.
4: Absolutely. In in that's the stuff that people can see. What what people can't see in 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 the geek inside of me it's makes me almost more excited um, is what we've done on the back end of the company. Mm -hmm. So we've built out this technological platform um, where we've taken fundraising from the normal, give the kids the order cards, they go out door to door and they sell, um, they collect the checks and then four to six weeks later that, you know, the product comes and then you have to distribute all the product. You have to go through the whole hassles of that. Right. Um, And we've really sort of made it almost an e-commerce platform. So we, we've built out these order portals that we brand for the individual organizations, the schools or the bands or the choirs, nonprofits. And we, um, and that allows them to take their local fundraisers and not only give them a a national reach. So grandma and grandpa in Idaho can Mm -hmm. participate in their, their, their kids fundraising in Cobb County Georgia right but also it allows us to treat the product distribution as well as the marketing as well as everything you would normally expect in an e-commerce platform we provide for the fundraising so um, give you a very a, a very recent good example so um, Hurricane Dorian came through um, and was going to impact Florida mm-hmm. uh, so what we did was we were able to that day literally within about 20 minutes, Put up a promotion for all the fundraisers that were currently running, and the fundraisers that weren't running, because we keep those order portals up throughout the the year. So uh, the, we'll keep them up as long as the the fundraising organization wants to. Sure. And that that takes your normal, by the way, two to three week fundraiser and makes it runs constantly mm. and so there's constant revenue for the organization. But what we did was we ran a 10% promotion where if you typed in the word Dorian on our e-commerce site, um, on the order portal for Pace High School soccer, for instance, uh-huh. uh, uh, you got ten percent off your order, and then we also matched uh, those funds uh, for for Dorian Relief.
1: Oh my gosh, that's well, that's a game changer. Uh, to, obviously, we will live in the world of technology today, but I just think from if I were the organizer of a fundraiser and all of the little things that make it a hassle, you you have removed. Those those things such as the sorting of the product, the delivery of the product, uh, the collecting of money. I mean, all of those little things that go, oh, this isn't as easy as it is. It, we could we can make it you. You basically have created a totally management ease fundraising opportunity.
4: Well, well, yeah. And that's what's been interesting about our evolution uh, is is that. I would love to sit here with you today and say, "Yeah, that was the plan." We had that in our <laughs> business plan when we first started the company, sure. but it, it just evolved we, we you mm-hmm. know you you we have basically three constituents that we listen to Uh, we listen to our customers or the the schools, athletic departments, churches um that run fundraisers, nonprofits that run fundraisers. We listen to their customers what they want and what they need, and also. Just as importantly, we listen to our franchisees. Yeah. And and that's um, some of our best ideas have come from our franchisees, um, be it product mixes or be it how we approach the market. Um, so we've spent the last two years going to tens, if not hundreds, of PTA <laughs> shows, bandmaster shows, athletic director shows, and really listening to what they need. And, and it, it all boils down to uh, – Fundraising has become a huge burden for organizations, and mm. just at the time, by the yeah. way, where it's uh, most important because their budgets are shrinking, the needs for funds are more. Um, and and it's it's fundraising companies for whatever reason uh, are are not evolving with the times. Mm. So we had a huge opportunity that we didn't see when we were this little battery fundraising company uh, to to uh, um, to to really take advantage of and, and really meet and it's, it's made all the difference and I, I will also tell you the picking the franchise model for our distribution was key in us doing that. Um, I don't think we could have made some of the changes and I don't think we could have um, evolved as quickly as we have without the help of our franchisees and, and they're yeah. very critical in our system.
1: That No, that makes sense. Um, and you've had, actually, for an emerging concept, you've had some significant growth. How many franchisees do you have in the system today? Currently, we have 14 franchisees and
4: distributors. Congratulations. And, and if for a food concept, you think, well, that's not a lot of franchisees. But you have to understand, the way our franchise model works is completely different. Mm-hmm. So our average franchisee will have half of a state. So yes. so we have these very huge exclusive territories mm-hmm. and the reason being just as I said two years ago on your show was uh, we want to give enough runway for our franchisee not just to be the face of the company in that area but to grow their business, to have enough opportunity out there that they can hire employees if they want to hire employees, they can hire reps if they want to hire reps, and they can really build it out as a business, not just a, a, a sales opportunity for a company, yeah. and and that's that's really the model we followed, and and so so when we have fourteen of them, that's that's huge for us because because that's it, you know that encompasses, gosh, I should know these numbers better, but that that encompasses eight states right now, right? Because uh, we have franchisees with uh, that have purchased the whole entire state, yep. And and that's uh, it's that part of the vision I will take credit for. Yeah. That that was in the beginning what we when we decided to do the franchising model. What I wanted to to have it look like and feel like and run and uh, that has been a really good decision on our company's part to do it that way
1: absolutely and actually you're bringing up a really good point you know uh, there's different ways that a franchise system can be built out you know you can have a rush bowls which is is looking to have many 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 locations right across across the u.s but then you can also have a boutique franchise system that's looking to have Fewer franchisees, greater, uh, large territories for more of, uh, uh, like you said, to really be able to create their own business, not just be a salesperson. Two completely different models, which is what makes the franchise world so interesting, right? You have your home base, you have your retail concept, your store location base, uh, and and that's what's fun about the franchise world.
4: Well, it's, it's great because, uh, you know... Like I said, some of our best ideas have come from our franchisees. We allow our individual franchisees in their territory to run their business we we have a system like every sure. franchise does we have the okay do this 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 and this and and we'll help you with this 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 and this but we well, where we different, differ from most other franchisee franchise systems out there is we really allow the franchisee to to find their own path in their territory mm-hmm. we let mm-hmm. them build their business out the way that they want to mm-hmm. so if they want to focus on a certain segment of the market, um, we'll provide all the resources for them to do that. If they want to open up a new segment of the market, um, we, we, we absolutely allow them to do that. There's not a, a huge sort of structure that they have to follow. Uh, our job as franchisors, our franchisor, is, is really to provide the resources for them to allow them to be successful. So if they want something, we, we we get it. If they need something, we find out a way to make sure that it happens for them.
1: Yeah, the expansion of the product line. That's, that's a simple example, right? Uh, taking the donor portal to new heights, mm-hmm. uh, which includes the delivery of the product. Um, well,
4: to give you an example, um, uh, one of our Florida franchisees, our, our central Florida franchisee, mm-hmm. um, Mark Lamro, by the way, is his name I'm, Give a little shout out to Mark. Um, Mark really wanted to be able to access the back end of our e-commerce uh, site to be able to pull data. He wanted to be able to see the orders as they came in. He wanted to be able to, to run because he's a very analytical person. He wanted to be able to run sort of the numbers to see what, who was buying what, what needed to make changes um, in, the, in midstream in the fundraiser. Mm. So we, we just turned that on about a month ago. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 allow that to happen, and and that's a you know, and that dovetails back into from a fundraising standpoint, uh, really where we're different from other fundraising companies. So your average fundraising company, you have your order cards, you go out there, and you don't know how that fundraiser is running from until the results are done at the very, be- at the very end. Um, so you, you may have at the beginning, um, you may have an idea about how it was going to turn out, right. uh, but you really don't know. We have instant feedback. So by giving our franchisees the ability to look at the back-end orders and to see what product lines are selling, what, um, who's buying, how many of the sales are out-of-state versus local, mm. how many of the um, sales happen after a certain communication goes out, mm. that's huge. Yes. When you tie that piece of it in, into really what our franchisees do, okay, because our franchisees aren't just salespeople. They go out and try to get fundraisers for the company. Sure. What our franchisees do, there's a whole other important component. They go out and they actually are, I guess the best way to put it, are, are the franchise are fundraising experts um, uh, and, or, or really the consultants. Yes. So they'll go into the school. And, mm-hmm and they will will talk about what's worked in the past, what hasn't worked in the past. What will incentivize the kids, what hasn't? What kind of communication schedules can you have? How can you how can you really drive sales? Mm-hmm. And they'll develop a custom fundraising plan. Mm-hmm. And and that is that takes a normal f- sales-based franchise and really makes it into a business because they become the local experts. Mm-hmm. And when you do that and you one you get better results. But more importantly, uh, you get repeat business. And, and, And then you build a book of business up as a franchisee. And that's really how you become successful.
1: Uh, you know it, it is interesting, right? There's so well well articulated, first of all, and there's so there are so many different parties that get involved. I think from a fundraising standpoint, and and admittedly, so historically, there's been a lot of dissatisfaction, and you and it's because of all of the administrative hassles and the ability of not having that insight and to be able to come. Basically, you've uberized fundraising.
4: <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> We won't come uh, pick you up, but, we, yeah. yeah, we have fundraising.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think of what, you've got your donors, which are your friends, family, and neighbors, mm-hmm. um, and so, they're tired of buying cookies, popcorn, all those unhealthy things that we want uh, that are overpriced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, their interest is they want to help. They want to contribute to whatever cause it is, but give me a product of quality, give me a reasonable price, give me something practical that I'll be able to use.
4: Makes all the difference in the world.
1: Right. So obviously we're taking care of our donors, our family, friends, neighbors. Uh, Other party we have in place are the volunteers, right? Oh yeah. Uh, And so little Johnny is going down the street and um, parents are having to help him do the fundraising. And... They're embarrassed by asking people to buy overpriced candles or cookie dough that right. they don't want or they don't need. So to give them a product that they can represent, feel good about, that they know is going to raise money for the cause, oh. obviously it meets it's, it meets our volunteers' needs too.
4: Yeah, and, and one of the other things in the back end that we've been able to do is, is – not just source these products, we're in manufacture some of these products ourselves, um, at a at a quality that's higher than what you'll get. For instance, uh, we'll go back to the battery days. Our batteries have a ten year shelf life guarantee. Um, they actually outperform, and we individually, and independently test each of our manufacturing runs to make sure they outlast cell Energizer and Rayovac. Mm. Take our power banks, for instance. Um, our power banks, we don't just get a normal power bank that you can plug your dead phone into and it'll charge at one time. Um, mm. Our power banks will are are of the height, not just the highest quality. They have charge protection. They, but they also um, they also will last. I can't say forever, but darn near forever. <laughs> so we take that very very seriously. Yeah. But to go back to your point, and um, also. Probably one of the most important people that we unburden is your, your, and we call them a fundraiser coordinator. Right. Okay. So your PTA mom or your, your band booster president mm-hmm. or your um, athletic director or your coach, all of these people are volunteers just mm-hmm. as you were saying. Yep. Um, and, and none of them had, this isn't their job. None of them have the time. Um, none of them, most of them don't have the expertise to really drive sales. Um, and, and, Us being able to do that for them and us being able to use not just our technology, but our expertise that our franchisees have in in, in the territory mm-hmm. um, is, is absolutely huge um, because it, you know, it, it's one thing to say you don't ever have to touch the product. So uh, like imagine having cookie dough, you know, the cookie dough comes in frozen. So the <laughs> day that the cookie, you have to schedule the shipment for the cookie dough. That cookie uh, dough has to go out to each individual kid that day. And then the kid has to go and distribute it wherever it needs to go to, you know, the neighbors and, and the relatives down the street and, and what have you, we take all that away from everybody. Right. And make it simple. So Right.
1: Administrative hassle-free. Sure.
4: Mm-hmm. And like I said, all that's evolved over, or, you know, just by listening to our, our three constituents and, and, and really sort of trying to find our niche in the market.
1: Yeah. So for uh, anyone out there that's looking to have a fundraiser, um, where would they go to get in touch with their local franchisee uh, well, there, and get that guidance?
4: Sure, there's a couple places. Um, our, our website is um, fundraisingpower.org, and that's our general website. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, um, you can also, uh, most of our franchisees have our their own individual websites in the territory. that is some version of Fundraising Power or CG3 Fundraising or CG3 Battery Fundraising. But you can also go to our Facebook page at Fundraising Power, um, and, and that's where we really keep the most latest up-to-date information. So we'll get, you know, if we run a fundraiser, we'll post it there. Um, I'm sure this interview will end up in some form or fashion there as well. <laughs> um, and we, and we, we really, that really becomes our, our up-to-date uh, focus of where we are and what we're doing fundraisingpower.org.org. .org, yes. <laughs> it's whatever you do on, I'm not a Facebook guy, but whatever you do on Facebook, just do fundraising power, one word, and it'll pop up somewhere.
1: Just like us, Yeah, right? there you go. Like us,
4: subscribe, hit the little <laughs> bell button. And, we, and we, we do have, and we're, we're building out our um, a YouTube channel as well. We Excellent. do have a YouTube channel with some videos on it, and over the next uh, several months, we're going to really continue to build that out as well. And we'll have content on there.
1: Excellent. Well, it's so good to have you back in the studio.
4: Same here. Thank you for and, having
1: and me. And wonderful updates. Happy to hear that things are, are progressing so so nicely. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Um, and and just in, in, in wrapping up for our listeners, once again, would you like to share where your store is located and your special that you're offering?
2: Sure, yes. So we are located right at the intersection of Peachtree, Dunwoody and Hammond Drive across the street from uh, the Publix uh, shopping area. Uh, The address would be 1110 Hammond Drive, Suite 25 in Sandy Springs, Georgia. And we are offering all the listeners of this show right now 10% off throughout this year. Just come in the store, mention this uh, interview and uh, program, and you will get 10% off.
1: You will love the experience. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I promise. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us in the studio. This has been another wonderful episode of Franchise Business Radio. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Franchise.City. That's www. Franchise.city, a better way to buy a franchise. Uh, Anyone who is considering franchise ownership, feel free to reach out to me directly. Uh, Pamela Curry, Franchise Intellect, 847-970-8765. Again, FBR, Franchise Business Radio, is a platform to bring together franchise professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you again for joining Pam Curry and her guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge and insight of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com.